It is Sunday, February 2nd. I'm AJ Grimaldo, and you're listening to the Island Fish Podcast. I hope you have had a fantastic week, and I hope this week coming up is fantastic to you as well. I'm still a little, little sick, a little feeling feeling better, much better than I have been. Just whatever I have, just it keeps coming and going and coming and going. It just does not want to leave my system. It's just spreading around, whatever it is. I'm pretty sure, knock on wood, I don't have any of those viruses that are trending on social media right now. Uh, I'm just, excuse me, plain old sick. And once winter passes, I will bloom like a majestic flower. And that's all I can hope for, really, because if I'm still sick in the spring, I'm probably going to pack my bags and probably find a new place to live where it's not so dreary. Anyway, it is Sunday here. If you're listening to this on our Patreon account, though, that's right, we're on Patreon. You're listening to this a couple days early. I believe this is going out on Friday on our Patreon account. Uh, But the rest of the world, listen to it on a Sunday. And speaking of Sunday, I'm sure there's like a big football game going on, but I really could care less about that right now. Because we're here. We're on the Island Fish podcast. And I'm still apparently dying. Uh, So I've had a fun week. By fun, I mean not so fun. It has just been uh, just a crapshoot after crapshoot, it seems like. So, if you listen to uh, the podcast episode that came out Tuesday, which was supposed to come out Saturday or Sunday, but because of me being busy, it didn't get that far. I got sick Monday, and I had to call out of my uh, full-time job. It wasn't a fun time. I spent most of my day in bed, curled up in a ball, just contemplating life choices. And it just, it wasn't a fun time. You know, I just, I can't shake the sickness, man. It just keeps coming back for more. Uh, But I was feeling better Tuesday, so on Tuesday I recorded episode 13, Um, well, parts of it, because really I had did two episodes and kind of mushed them together from the previous week, and I like the end result. I'm getting a lot of good feedback about game night, so I think that's something that we're going to continue doing, and hopefully it's a little more coherent next time. But I had fun doing it, and I know my buddies, they definitely have had fun uh, doing it as well. So thank you for all the the warm feedback on that episode. I really do appreciate it. Uh, So a little segue back to our Patreon. If you haven't heard, if you've been skipping the intro for whatever reason for the past couple episodes, we are on Patreon right now. That's right. If you want to show a little love to your boy, AJ, uh, donate to my Patreon account. Uh, We have a couple tiers. $5 gets you the little fish tier, which gets you ad-free, which... Honestly, I think all these episodes are ad-free right now, unless I'm missing something. Um, You also get early access to episodes like this one, uh, which, again, will be dropping pretty much right after I record this on Friday. And then everyone else will have to wait until Sunday to listen to it. And bonus episodes. uh, The first will be dropping, I believe, next week. So take take a sick day. Not really, though, but be on the lookout for that. If you donate $10 or more, you get ad-free early access like the other tier. Also, you get uh, exclusive uh, channel on my Discord. That's right, we're on Discord as well, and if you want to link to that Discord, um, I'll post that on the Facebook page as well. Uh, But you get access to a Patreon-only Discord channel, 
not just one, many in the future, uh, where you can go on and do which uh, exclusive polls, exclusive conversations with me, uh, stuff like that. And also, you get everything uh, the previous tier does. And my big one, my King Shark tier, $25 a month or more. Um, live stream Q&As, you get fan recognition, and you get shout-outs and a nickname. Uh, that shout-out and nickname I might change just, just to anybody who donates as a little incentive. And that includes uh, my PayPal as well. You can go to the Podomatic page and find my PayPal link, and there you can just donate a one-time thing. It doesn't have to be in subscription like Patreon is, so if you want to just donate a blanket thing, $5 or more, um, I'll give you a shout-out and a nickname. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Again, patreon.com slash islandfishpodcast. I think I've been saying it wrong in the other episodes. I think I've been saying the islandfishpodcast, but it is www.patreon.com slash islandfishpodcast. And I appreciate any love you guys could send my way. Uh, it just really helps doing content, uh, getting new equipment and stuff like that. <clears throat> so enough about me trying to take your money. Let me give you some entertainment because that's all we're here for is some quality entertainment. So last night I was playing with my buddies. Uh, my friend Chris, who has been on the episodes before, uh, he just recently got a brand new gaming computer. I think it's uh, one of the HP ones, if I remember correctly. And uh, we were just kind of discussing some games that uh, myself, him, and our other buddy Aaron could play, along with his brother uh, Matt. Uh, just because we really play a lot of our games on PlayStation. And now that m all of us seem to have a decent working PC or laptop that can handle some of the current games, like on Steam and Epic Store, we're just kind of brainstorming, figuring out, hey, what kind of games we want to play? Well, luckily for us, it was decided by Epic Store because they have Farm Simulator 19 available to download uh, for free. And again, they're not a sponsor. This is just something we popped up on. So we decided to download Farm Simulator 19. Well, Chris and I did. Aaron, who is... How do I want to word this nicely? He a good old redneck boy. He already had the game. <laughs> so he was okay, telling us about it. Boy on Spotify. <laughs> no, no, we're not playing anything on Spotify. <laughs> I'm keeping this in. Well, that was fun. Google heard me say uh, some things and it started playing music in the background. Uh, but I was like, as I was saying, Aaron is a, uh, a redneck and he was a... Uh, telling us he already had this game and kind of hyping it up uh, so Chris and I decided to download it which was an experience in itself because for some reason my internet's been acting up the past couple weeks I don't know if it's just because sometimes you just need to restart the router uh, but I did that last night and finally we worked out the the kinks but installing it was a little bit of a hassle and then playing it for a little bit was a little bit of a hassle until I reset the router and now my internet, knock on wood, seems to be working pretty damn. So if you've never heard of Farm Simulator, basically it's a, what the title says, is a farm simulating video game. Uh, it's developed by Giant Software, and the locations are usually based on American and European environments. Uh, players, they're able to build a farm, uh, breed livestock and grow crops, and sell assets created from farming. Um, so far, the games have sold over 4 million copies combined. Uh, which is kind of cool. 
and there's a whole bunch of them. I think the first one came out in 2008, and every year or so, I think it's every couple years. I'm looking at the list on Wikipedia, and it looks like they skipped a couple years. I don't see one for 2000. 10 i don't see one for 12 i don't see one for 14 i don't see one for 16 so it looks like they skip every couple years except for uh <clears throat> looks like 19 and 20. the one we're playing is 1920. actually i lied i see the missing ones um they are for mobile the pc and console one seems like every other couple years so that's kind of weird but kind of cool at the same time so basically, uh, the games are set in an open world environment, and it's kind of from the player's third person perspective. Uh, however, some of the games seem to have a first person perspective. Usually, you can do a couple different things. There's a career mode, there's a mission mode, and multiplayer. Multiplayer is what I'm going to be focusing on and talking about it, because that's the one we played. Uh, so, 2019 was the game that we were playing. I didn't like it whatsoever. <laughs> now, Aaron and Chris seem to have a better time. I think most of it for me is just be being salty that I couldn't get my internet to work for one time we were playing it. Uh, but just the UI just seems very clunky. I know I'm not running the best setup for PC-wise, but most other games look pretty good on my computer. This one, not so much. Uh, so we booted the game up um, after a bunch of times of me trying to get in and then my internet just crapping out on me I was finally able to get in and these two assholes are just dicking around like uh, in this game you can take on contracts from other farmers because the way we have it set up in the multiplayer thing is that we joined Aaron's farm uh, so everything he owns he can share with us while we're on his farm and so we had to do contracts for other farmers one of the things was we had to uh, fertilize someone's farm. Well, <laughs> these two <laughs> these two guys, while well, I'm piddle-fucking around somewhere, they're uh, getting material on the tractors and stuff and bring it to this guy's farm. And it's supposed to be like manure or something that you fertilize or fertilizer that you fertilize the farm with. Well, they're fucking using limestone. And so they're like, well, how come it's not going up? And like, Aaron's like, so what are you using to fertilize the farm, Chris? And Chris's like, oh, I think I'm using limestone. And I'm just laughing my ass off because at this point I learned that you can use a chainsaw, which was probably a mistake for me because I tried to cut through everything. So I'm here playing around with the chainsaw. And finally, Aaron's like, no, no, you can't cut anything. You have to go to the trees uh, that are only on our lot. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. I just wanted to go all fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre on everybody. But no, I have to be relegated to a certain part of the map. So I went to the map area where I could cut down trees, and I don't want to say I contributed to global warming, but I'm pretty sure I left no trees standing. So there was that. Uh, also, while they were trying to do actual work on the farm, I decided to steal all their vehicles and drive them into a lake. And so now they are stranded with only two working vehicles, and I was waiting for them to leave those vehicles so I could steal them. Because in that game, all you have to do is hit tab, and you jump into a vehicle if the vehicle's empty. It kind of works like a quick travel maneuver, uh, because you can't really fast travel, but if you have a vehicle parked in a certain part of the map, and it's not occupied, you can hit tab and it kind of works like a fast travel. So I was waiting for those guys to get out of their uh, vehicles, but 
they smartened up and wouldn't let me hijack their uh, <laughs> their uh, their vehicle. So I was a little sad on that. Graphic wise, game's nothing really to sing home home about. I mean, it looks good, but on my computer, it just seemed a little weird. I don't know if it's just the settings I had it on, but I wasn't a big fan. The controls were a little weird too. Like I tried playing at first with my Xbox controller that's hooked up to my PC. Uh, just wasn't feeling it. And then I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm gonna try the keyboard controls and they work a little better, but driving any sort of vehicle in that game is a bitch. Like I understand it's a farm simulator and not a driving simulator, but you would think the mechanics would be a little better. So I wasn't a big fan of that, but it was fun just kind of dicking around. Like there's a lot of stuff in the game and I only scratched the surface of what it was just playing for like a half hour with the boys. I saw there's like other tools you can use and like I was reading on here, like you can like do uh, cattle and stuff like that. That's not something we got to do last night, but I'm hoping that maybe one of these days we'll do a live stream or a let's play. Uh, that way you can kind of see us just dicking around playing this game. Uh, because at the same time that I didn't like it, I also, it was, it, it was cute. It had, had a little bit of charm. It's not something I'd play by myself, to be honest with you. But if it was, if the boys and I, we bored and like, ah, we don't want to play Fortnite or we don't want to play uh, Rocket League. Let's play some fucking Farm Simulator 19. I know there's a whole bunch of mods that Aaron was trying to get us to download, and eventually I will, but right now, I'm sticking to the vanilla, but I'll probably never play this by myself, if I'm being real honest. But hey, if you like farms, you like simulations, and you like free stuff on the Epic Store, this game's free right now, I think until the end of February, I could be wrong on that, uh, but jump on it, and have, have yourself some fun. Uh, kind of keeping within the whole simulation thing, we were, uh, I was looking at some games on Steam the other day, and I noticed they have, like, an extreme makeover, like, house flipping game. That I might actually get. I forget how much it was, but that piqued my interest, so keep on the lookout. I might have an update on that for you. I haven't decided if I'm gonna actually buy that game or not. But one game I did buy is Temtems, which is basically, like, a Pokemon inspired game except the big thing in this game is that you control two of the temtems at once i trying to remember if i talked about this on on the podcast before because i feel like i'm treading into old territory but i might be remembering things wrong but i bought that game finally if i did talk about it on the podcast i might have said i might buy it so i did buy it i've only played like five minutes of it not enough to form a big opinion but what i'm what I've played of, of so far, I like. It's has it, It's different enough that it doesn't feel like a Pokemon clone. It definitely is heavily Pokemon inspired, and I like that. But it doesn't give me that feeling like this is just like, oh, this is just a Pokemon ripoff. Uh, because a lot of these monster catching games do tend to feel like that at points. Uh, but this one, so far... Uh, is very just reminiscent. It just it has a uh, a nostalgic factor almost of the old school Pokemon games, and I really like that. But at the same time, it's craving its own identity. 
Um, if you want to check that out, that's on Steam uh, as an early access right now. I'm not sure when they're going to be complete. It looks like they're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, but from what I've played, it seems like a pretty fun game. That's something I will play in my own time, unlike the farm simulator. Uh, just because, you know, I'd rather be taming monsters than choring. So sticking with video games and Pokemon, uh, some news dropped this week about the Pokemon Home service that is supposed to be releasing sometime in February. I didn't see the exact date the uh, service would be dropping, uh, but we did get some some info on this service. Uh, so what I'm reading comes directly from the Pokemon uh, Home website. So Pokemon Home is a cloud service for Nintendo Switch and uh, compatible mobile devices uh, designed as a place where all Pokemon can gather. By linking the same Nintendo account to both Nintendo Switch version and the mobile version of Pokemon Home, you'll be able to access the same Pokemon boxes on both versions. With Pokemon Home, you can move Pokemon between compatible games, trade Pokemon on the go, and more. So, I have the Pokemon Bank app on my DS, and I have all my little critters on there. I also have them backed up on my actual computer, in case that ever shits the bed. Which, it seems like they're moving away from that and going into Pokemon Home. Now, the big thing going into Pokemon Home is that it's going to cost a lot more than Bank. I think Bank costs maybe like 3 or $4. Maybe like $5 for a year. Um, if you want Pokemon Home for, I think a year, it's going to cost fifteen ninety nine. However, you can pay month. I think one month is uh, $2.99, or you can pay for three months, which is $4.99. However, if you don't want to pay, they do have a basic version of Pokemon Home, um, which is instead of... Uh, I'll read you the, the list. So the basic version, um, moving Pokemon from Pokemon Bank, is it's not available. You can't, you can't do it. Um, number of Pokemon that can be deposited with the basic tier is only 30. Number of Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once, only 3 Pokemon. Uh, number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once, and by the way, GTS is back! Um, you only place one. Uh, room trade, you can participate, but you can't host. And the judge function, which we'll go over in a little bit, is unavailable. However, if you upgrade to premium, um, the Pokemon you can keep in Pokemon Bank are 6,000, over 6,000 Pokemon. Um, number of Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once, 10 of them. Uh, number of Pokemon that can be placed at the GTS at once are 3 Pokemon. And for trading, you can participate and host. And for judge, you, you can do it. You can judge people. I mean, I judge people all the time and that's free. Uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll move on from there. So, you're probably thinking, okay, we got Pokemon Home, I see the price, I see some of the things. Uh, can you explain them a little more? Like, what games can I move my Pokemon from? Can I move them from Sword and Shield to Let's Go? Can I play Go and transfer them to Ruby and Sapphire? Hell no, you can't do that shit. Why would they let you do that? Uh, so, basically, right now, when the service launches, you'll be able to trade Pokemon from the Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home. So 
if you have the older games like Ruby, Sapphire, or sorry, Omega Ruby, Omega Sapphire, X and Y, uh, the Pokemon Sun, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and Moon, you have to trade those to bank first before you can get them into home. So it it's a very convoluted, tedious process. However, if you're like me, you already have that shit on there. Um, it should be relatively easy. So from Pokemon Sword and Shield, you can put them in home. However, you can't take those Pokemon from home and put them into Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, for some reason, once Pokemon from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee move into Pokemon Sword and Shield, it cannot be moved back to Let's Go uh, for whatever reason. However, you can move Pokemon from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu to Let's Go Eevee. Which is kind of similar to what they have done in Bank. I remember when X and Y came out, you could upload them into the Pokemon Bank. However, once Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, or even Sun and Moon came out, um, those Pokemon from Pokemon X and Y, if you move them to those games, you cannot send them back for... It's a catability. Uh, compatibility there's the word issue because they are newer games they write some new data whatnot i think it's the same for pokemon home uh it's not supported right now but eventually you'll be able to upload pokemon from pokemon go as well to home and i'm not sure the restrictions on that um because they really don't have a lot of info on that they just said there's plans to support pokemon go in the future uh, but it's cool. You'll be able to link um, your Pokemon Sword and Shield account or your Switch account uh, with your Switch and the phone. There are some differences between the the two, uh, I guess, versions of Pokemon Home because essentially there are two versions of Pokemon Home. You have one for the console and you have one for mobile. And this is where I'm getting a lot of, because uh, I don't really know if these features are going to be coming to either one of the versions eventually, or it's always going to be this one version has this feature and this other version will never have this feature. Uh, so those features are for the National Dex. The National Dex is returning. Uh, Pokemon will be registered to the National Pokedex when you deposit them in boxes in Pokemon Home. If you move a Pokemon that can Mega Evolve or Gigamax, then those forms will be registered too. In the National Dex, you'll be able to see Pokédex entries from various different games in one place. And they have some pictures of this on the website, and it shows like the original Pokemon. It has a Bulbasaur just chilling there. It's like, hey, I wanted to be in Sword and Shield at first, but they're like, nah, you can't enter. You can't enter this, the dojo. Um, and then it goes on to show all the different kind of forms of uh Charizard has the base form, uh, the I believe the X Mega Evolution for Charizard, and then they have the Gigamax one. With the mobile version of Pokemon Home, you'll be able to see much, much more than just Pokédex entries. Uh, you'll be able to check each Pokemon's abilities and the moves it can learn as well. Uh, excuse me. Another cool thing returning. Uh, to Pokemon Home is that mystery gifts are back. Uh, you can receive mystery gifts in the mobile device version of Pokemon Home. Apparently you won't be able to do it in Sword or Shield uh, since those already exist apparently. Uh, you can receive mystery gifts from Pokemon Sword and Shield as well as gifts specifically for Pokemon Home. Um, and those gifts from Pokemon Home can be directly deposited into Pokemon Box. I kind of worded that weird. 
basically it's just like the mystery gift that you'd see on the game version. You just enter the code or you check for Wi-Fi and you get the Pokemon or item. So Judge Pokemon, this is the one I was kind of telling you guys about earlier, is um, if you enroll in the premium plan, you have access to the Judge feature, which allows you to check how strong your Pokemon are. So basically it's just comparing it to other Pokemon. You can see its stats, like its IVs and shits like that. Um, which is, okay, I guess. Uh, your room is another new feature that they're implementing. In your room, you'll be able to see all sorts of information about events or the games you've connected Pokemon Home. Uh, you'll be also be able to edit your profile using stickers. Yay, stickers. Uh, you can obtain stickers from when you meet certain conditions or perform certain tasks in Pokemon Home known as challenges. Um, who's not up for a good good challenge? So battle data in Poke in the mobile app version of Pokemon Home, you can check out how ranked battles and various online competitions in Pokemon Sword and Shield are going, as well as the rankings of the Pokemon being used in them. Um, okay, I didn't really need that feature. And apparently, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And the news feature is only available for mobile devices. You'll be able to re uh, receive news about Pokemon being distributed as gifts and information on online competitions for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like, can we not have this feature in, uh, you know, the console version? Like, Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch has, like, a news feature. Why can't that app have one? We'll get to that. Uh, Pokemon Home Points. I'm, these are, I'm assuming, the same as like uh, battle points and miles that you accumulated from previous games. Pokemon Home Points are points that accumulate in Pokemon Home as you deposit more Pokemon. When using the Nintendo Switch versions of Pokemon Home, you'll be able to exchange your Pokemon Home Points for BP. There we go. Uh, the battle points to be used in the core Pokemon game series. So then they have like a little infograph on what you can do so for the pokemon switch version you can move pokemon with pokemon let's go pikachu and pokemon let's go eevee can't do that in the mobile version uh move pokemon with pokemon sword and shield you can only do in nintendo switch version move pokemon with pokemon bank you can do in both versions judge pokemon in both versions so to trade pokemon receive mystery gifts check battle data and check news you can only do that in the mobile version which I think is stupid. I mean, I'm paying you $15 a month for this shit, and I can't even trade my Pokemon on the Switch version I have to do on the mobile? That's a little stupid. It's a little... It's BS. And then, on the Nintendo Switch version, you can only access the battle points. So, I'm not sure if this game is worth... It's not even a game, it's a service. Is worth the $15. Like, don't get me wrong, I happy that they're implementing uh, some of these cool features but at this point I've already paid 60 something dollars for your game I'm paying another 30 for your the, the DLC that's coming out and now you want me to pay $15 a year for this service if I was Nintendo which I'm not clearly or not even Nintendo, I don't know if it's Pokemon Company or if it's Game Freak who designed this. I would have included this service if I was a Nintendo uh, online subscriber. So if you have the online service, I believe this should have been a part of that. 
But no, on top of that, which is also like what, $30 a year, you have to pay another 15 for this, which is really stupid. Now I say all this, but I am a sheep. I will pay the $15 a month to try it and I will eat my humble pudding and shut up. But it's just, it, it irks me because um, I was listening to Spawn Wave on a YouTube and he kind of talked about this too. And it's almost like if this wasn't Nintendo, would more people, or if this wasn't Pokemon, would more people be opposed to it? And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people opposed to this whole home and how much it cost. But I feel like specifically for the Pokemon brand, people are a lot more lenient. Um, like if this was EA, if this was, I don't know, like any of those companies that do like the microtransaction and ridiculous DLC shit, we'd want their head on a platter. With Nintendo and, uh, and Pokemon, are just like, oh, how cute, it's Pokemon, they're doing this, ha ha ha. I just, I'm very conflicted on this. But again, you know, I say all this, but I'll still gladly pay the $15 a month for this shit, or a year for this shit, and change starts with you, and I'm not willing to change, apparently. So I really don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this next, uh, topic just because it's going to be the focus of that bonus episode that will be dropping in a couple weeks on the patreon uh, but i after eight years on the cw arrow finally came to an end tuesday and while it's been hit or miss uh most seasons i've been following that show for basically seven out of the eight seasons i remember sitting in my dorm room in college uh Binge watching season one. I think I got through it all in like one day, and I may have skipped a class or two to finish it, or I didn't sleep the entire night just get to get through it, and then went to a final. Uh, that was some uh, some questionable decision making by a younger AJ. Uh, but the show it really reignited my um, passion and love for superheroes. I remember when I was younger, I would watch like the Batman animated series and I didn't really appreciate the Justice League cartoon that aired until a little later. But Arrow, it really got me back into it more than I'd say the Marvel movies. And I do love the Marvel movies, don't get me wrong, but Arrow definitely, it had a lot more to do with me uh, returning to the superhero franchises than uh, than Marvel did. And it's just really sad to see it go, but I believe they're doing it right. Uh, I love the the finale. I like that they answered a lot of questions, and I like how they left some things open-ended in case uh, they want to pick it up in other Arrowverse shows. But I just want to thank Stephen Amell, uh, the other cast and crew over at the CW's Arrow, for eight wonderful seasons. And I wish you all luck in your future endeavors. You guys deserved it. Uh, and I'm really glad that we have some closure for the show. So that ends this episode of the Island Fish podcast. I am getting ready to go to a Super Bowl porter. If you're listening to this on Sunday, if it is Friday you're listening to, I'm getting ready to probably get something to eat because I am hungry. I guess I'll get something to eat at the Super Bowl party too. But anyway, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. I uh, love you guys and I hope you all are doing well. Uh, we'll see you next week on another exciting episode of the Island Fish Podcast. Bye.